If you would love to create a transformational and successful coaching business, but you don't know where to start or how to make this a full-time career, then my new certification program, Influential Coach, is for you. There is no other four-month live online mastermind like this. I'm going all in, guns blazing on this one with you to skyrocket your coaching career and personal brand online. You will learn the frameworks I personally use for rapid transformational coaching so you can support your clients to achieve their dreams no matter where they are in life. You will also learn how to authentically brand and market yourself as a coach so you can stand out from the rest and build a career of freedom and fulfillment. Spots are limited and this is an application only program. So if you're serious about finally committing to building a successful career in transformational coaching, then head over to imjoelbrown.com slash coach and apply today. Today you are in for a treat. I have Tihav Ecker on the line who is the multi-millionaire wealth trainer, uh, New York Times best-selling author of The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Harv, I'm excited to hear your advice for young and hungry entrepreneurs and also what you've been up to. So welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm chilling out a little bit and getting ready for my next big, huge, humongous thing, which takes a little bit of time. Uh, excellent, Harv. Excellent. So let's take this question back to when you were in your early 20s, right? And you were experimenting with all these new business ideas. I know that you mentioned that you failed multiple times in your early 20s. What was it back then that you were doing that was making you fail, that you felt was limiting you from becoming successful back then? Well, that's a good question, right down to the point. Why do you feel like you failed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, I did go through um, 12 different businesses uh, with without succeeding let's put it that way (laughs) and um you know that's a really great point uh, that you bring up joel because uh i think that's really the only thing that i can bring to the table with people actually is because i did have 12 businesses that didn't work out and then i did have uh the one that really worked out very very quickly and then i lost my money and then i i recognized why i lost it and now i've been able to correct that And now I've been able to not only do extremely, extremely well in business, but finances as well. And of course, I've I've done extremely well. So, and I've never been close to losing anything again. Um, So I actually have both sides. And what happened for me was that you're right. I I mean, after 12 businesses of being broke for uh, for more than a decade, like really broke, where I had to struggle to many, many nights, I would have to choose between putting five dollars of gasoline, petrol in my car or eating dinner that night. And many, many nights I had to choose the, 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 the gasoline for the next day. Um, and so literally, you know, I never went bankrupt, but I, I know what hunger is. I can tell you that, not in a facetious way, but I know and going to sleep hungry is, uh, not, was not new for me. Um, and I couldn't believe it was happening to me. I tried everything, just like so many of the people that are, are on your program um, you know, really trying, you know, you think you're a decent person. I read every book. I listened to all the tapes. I went to all the seminars. I mean, I was really on it. I thought I worked hard and everything, uh, but it just wasn't working out for me. And literally what I bring to the table, I think, you know, if I can humbly say so, is that um, I, I'm a, 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 you know, I think I'm a fairly, I'm, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm good at a few things. And one of the things I know about myself is that I'm 
I'm uh, creative, but I'm also analytical. So when when I started started um, doing well, finally, I really, really analyzed what I was doing differently now that I'm doing well than I did for 12, you know, for 12, 14 years when I was doing terrible. And I really, really not only noticed the differences, but I, you know, I wrote them down, I made them principles. And so that's, you know, what I can bring to pay that this, this is what I did when I was broke. This is what I did what I what I did when I got rich. This is what I do to get richer and richer. And there's a big, 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 big difference between them. And I will say, you know, off the cuff, uh, one of the biggest differences that I would say is um, was that I I had this belief, and this is a, this is really important for everybody to understand. Okay, first of all. You know, I'm very famous for saying, don't believe a word I say. Mm, So, you know, just take it as my own experience and do whatever you want with it. I'm not here to change anything, change your mind, you know, be right, say what I do is right. You know, at the same time, I was really broke. Now I'm really rich. There's some major differences that happened. And one of them was that I had a belief that if you were in the right business at the right time, you would get rich. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people believe that. And I totally believe that with every, every ounce of, of, of soul in my body and my mind and my everything, that if you got in the right business at the right time, you could get rich. Okay. And I did that 12 times. And I was actually very good at finding hot new businesses. In fact, that was the first course I ever taught. And so I knew I could smell what a good opportunity was. And it, you know, it was mind-boggling to me as to what, why is it not working for me? You know, I saw other people making money and I always had a reason as to why, you know, wrong partner, wrong, not wrong city, wrong whatever it was. It was wrong this. Until what happened one day, uh, Joel, was a friend of mine phones me up and he says, I am in the greatest business of all time. It's right on trend. It's, this is, and I'm actually... I'm making a fortune right now. I am making close to $20,000 a month. It wasn't network marketing or anything. I'm going, oh my God. You know, in those days, like 10,000 would be ridiculous. And I said, what are you doing? And he told me what he's doing. And, and, I, and he said, this is the hottest business right now. You got to get into it. I said, you're right. I'm doing that. So I started it. And six months later, he was a multimillionaire. He started with nothing, just like me. Six months later, he was a multimillionaire already. And me, I was still broke. And I looked in the mirror. That day changed my life. I said, oh, my God, maybe it's not the business. Maybe it's me. <laughs> and I, my heart just sank. And I realized right there, this flash of brilliance, there was, everyone else had this brilliance but me, came into my view. And I said, you know what? It's not just the race car. It's the driver, too. And maybe I'm not a very good driver. And it pained me to say that. It was so brutal. But I started looking and focusing on me, my habits, my character, my mindset, my own productivity. And man, did I ever start seeing some lack there, which I never noticed before. And then I started working on me heavily, heavily. Not just my knowledge, my skills, but me as a person. And I'll tell you what, once I started getting me, the driver, in shape, mentally and emotionally, and my mindset correct, and my character correct, um, 
Then the next business, even though I had some print, some principles that started working really well, boom, in two and a half years, I became a millionaire and I learned a very, very hard lesson. Wow. There you go. You know, I think it's, uh, it's amazing. You know, I had the opportunity to speak with Tony Robbins uh, last week, who is also a good friend of yours. And, you know, Tony said to me that the biggest advantage that you can have in business is truth. And the only way that you can gain truth is through experience. And, you know, what you're telling me, you're sharing your story with me on how you failed and you had the ups and downs and now you finally cracked it. You know, I think that uh, a lot of people are able to relate to that. If you just went out there and you made a million dollars straight away, most people wouldn't be able to relate to that, right? Um, I'm sure that they can't, but I prefer that it would have been that way. (laughs) 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 No, definitely. You know, I was trying everything and I would have loved to become a millionaire in the first shot at 21 years old, but it didn't happen. And, uh, And sure, so everybody needs to understand this. There's two elements. Well, you know what? I'm going I'm to have everyone do this. You know I do trainings, obviously. I have over a million and a half students, yeah. 38 countries around the world. And so now, you know, why I do a training, I do these trainings because people used to say to me, hey, you know, so what changed for you? How did you become a millionaire over, you know, literally overnight when nothing else was working? And so I say, so this is what I did when I was broke. This is what I do when I'm rich. I'll tell you the difference. It's all I can do. But, you know, one of the biggest things is, if, then, if it, people have a chance to have a pencil in hand or they can just visualize a triangle, an upside-down triangle, um, I would like everybody to understand this. On the, on the left-hand corner, I want you to put um, RV, and that stands for right vehicle, right vehicle at the right time. And on the, on the top right-hand corner, I want you to put RK, and that stands for right knowledge and right skills. And on the very bottom, though, the very bottom point, I want you to put RY, and that stands for right you. And I'm going to tell you this, everyone makes success and business so complicated. Because remember, I told you, I went to all the seminars, all the books, all that blah, blah, nothing worked for me. So the thing that I think people seem to relate with me is, is that I didn't finish college because I was too in a hurry to get rich. And I don't have the greatest vocabulary in the entire world. And I keep it pretty simple. But you know what? I like simple because for me, I can't understand it when it's complicated. And for me, simple is usable and, and interesting is and, and complicated is interesting. And I'd rather have usable than interesting any day of the week. So there's only three elements, everyone, that you need to understand for success. Three, not 20 and not 15 and not one. There's three. And I just gave you the three. These are the three things that have to be in place. Okay. You have to have the right vehicle at the right time. If you've got a dog vehicle, if you've got a, you're in a jalopy business, something that's going downhill versus everything going uphill, the trends are not with it, et cetera, et cetera. It's not in high demand. You're going to struggle. You'll make it, but you'll struggle. Okay. If you've got the right vehicle, you still have to have the right knowledge. There's two types of knowledge, everyone. Please listen. You have to have generalized business knowledge if you're doing business generalized business knowledge which means knowledge about business in general so if you talk about negotiations that's general business knowledge um you know finance uh how you do the financing marketing that's all primarily generalized business knowledge you have to have that but you also have to have specific business knowledge and that means the the knowledge specifically of the business that you're going into and that you're involved in and what i like to tell people is if at all if at all possible what i'd like you to do 
is I'd like you to go work for somebody in the business that you're thinking of getting into before you get into it. This is an interesting statistic. I cannot say about the rest of the world because I'm not in the rest of the world and I apologize for that. But I can tell you North American statistics. And that is that 88% of all new businesses fail within the first three years, 88%. That means only 12% succeed. However, there's a, there is one um, caveat to that. And that is if the business, if the person who started that business was in that business working for someone else prior to being in and opening that new business, 69% of those succeed. That is like seven times more, 700% more success rate by being in a business and then opening a niche within that business that you already know. So what that means is you have to have, you have, to have knowledge. You have to have business knowledge, generalized business knowledge. You have to be a hot marketer. You have to be a hot negotiator. You have to understand finance and how to read the books, et cetera, et cetera, okay? And you have to have business-specific knowledge. All right, I'm in the training business. And people say that, hey, you know, what do you have to know for training, you know, for, for speaking? Well, you know, you have to be a, a strong trainer. I, I happen to be, humbly, hopefully, one of, one of the top accelerated learning trainers in the world. I use a very specific technique. I got taught this 28 years ago, and I liked, I've taught over 45,000 other people how to use this methodology. But it's a way that allows you to learn faster, remember more, and have a much, uh, and a much more enjoyable experience. And so very few people use this, except for people that we taught. So literally, you know, that's a business-specific thing. Now, the, the last one, the last of the three, so I got right vehicle, the right knowledge, and you got to have the right you. If you don't have a mindset that is set for success, you're done. It's over. If you don't have a character that it will support success, it's over. And if you don't have habits that will support success, it's over. It doesn't matter if you're driving a race car and you know everything about how to drive. But if your habits and your mindset and your character is not up to snuff, you'll never make it. And if you do, you'll struggle like crazy. However, if you put those three things together and the base of that is the right you, remember, I want to say this, write this down if you can. Otherwise, memorize it, okay? You are the root of your success. That's why you're on the point at the bottom. You are the root of your success. If you take the right you out of there, it doesn't matter what business you're in. If you make any money, you'll blow it quickly. If you have a huge success, you'll lose it quickly. You've got to have all those three things in place. And if you skimp on any of them, you're going to be, you're going to struggle. If you put attention on all of those, which is one of the things that you're doing with addicted to success, I'm sure where, where you're involved in all three, especially on the, the right you, especially on the right knowledge, right? If you put attention on all those, those three areas, you will succeed. You have to. Let me give you a quick example of why, why, I, why you are guaranteed, guaranteed, promised to succeed if you put all those three things in place. I mean, it's a no, you will succeed. You will be rich. Okay? You go, that's impossible to promise. Really? Okay, so you've got the right business at the right time. You have all the business knowledge and you have the right, the, the, the right um, business-specific knowledge. So you know everything you need to know about your business and business in general. Okay? Now, what would stop you from succeeding? Who knows? Yeah, it could be an earthquake. It could be, it could be your partner stole from you. It could be a, a lot of crazy ass things that could happen, right? You say, so you're not, 
So I'm not, you're not guaranteed to succeed. Yes, but you've got the character. And that character will never, ever, ever give up. Never. We believe in something I teach called correct and continue. There's a problem. You just make a correction and you continue. And you never, ever, ever give up. There's another uh, philosophy I teach. It's called learn and do. Again, the only two key elements as far as success. You learn something and then you put it into practice. You learn more, you put that into practice. You learn more, you put that into practice. See, nobody comes out of the womb being successful, okay? Everybody, I always say in my books, you know, every master was once a disaster, right? Everybody who's great at something now was once terrible at it, weren't they? Even the, even the Olympic skier, when the first day they put on skis, they fell all over the place, right? So everybody was terrible, but they learned and then they put it into practice. Learn, do, learn, do, learn, do. If you add one more thing to that, which is you keep on doing that until you succeed, you never give up, you will succeed. Nothing will stop you, okay? So there might be some what quote-unquote people call failures. I never call it failures. Learnings, times you didn't succeed as well as you'd like to, et cetera, et cetera. But if you never give up and you're strong in your knowledge and you keep up with that knowledge and you have a great vehicle and you keep up with making sure you have your vehicle that's in today's times and you have the great character, you're going to make it. You will make it, okay? So don't, don't keep wondering, well, you know, I don't know why it's so hard for me. You know why it's hard for you? Because one of those three things is not in place. Or for mostly, I'm going to say this right now, and I hope you don't hate me for it, but if you do, that's not, nothing I can do about it. For most people I know, all three things need a lot of work. Yes, that is the truth. That's the truth. Thanks for that, Harv. The right vehicle, right knowledge, right you. I love that. You know, the uh, addicted to success community are very uh, focused on working smart and working with simplified programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about your accelerated learning program? That sounds interesting. Well, that's, that's simply a, a method of teaching. I don't run that. I teach in that method. Um, when I started, I never liked school, you know, formal, formal school. I, I just never did. I mean, I, I could handle it, but I spent more days out of class than I did in class <laughs> with my friends, whatever, you know, I was just one of those people. Yeah. But I love learning. And so I just hated the style of learning. It was so, here's a book, read from page 46 to 97, memorize the thing and your test is on Friday. Well, that's crap, you know? I mean, to me, I mean, some people like it, but that's not mine. So it wasn't a fun, it wasn't experiential. And so when I started, um, people started asking me, how did you become a millionaire so quickly? I just knew you two years ago, you were broke and here you are. So I started putting together, and everyone started asking me. I mean, everyone, I mean, I had hundreds of people that I knew going, oh my God, like, Where'd you get this car? How'd you get this house? And what happened? I knew you, you didn't even have a car. You were, you were riding on the bus. You kept bumming rides and borrowing money. I go, I know, I know. And, they, and so they kept on asking me. And so I put together a program, but I wanted to do it in a way that I felt that would be very, very um, more that I believed in. And so I, I, there's a thing called super learning that came out. And so I became an expert at super learning. And that's the way I teach. Ah, nice, nice. I'm going to have to go to more of your courses, uh, Harv. It sounds really interesting. Now, I know that one of the events that I went to of yours, which is the NAC with Tony Robbins, Donald Trump, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, I do remember you talking a lot about your money blueprint and also the subconscious mind. So what is the most effective technique to tap into your subconscious mind? 
Okay, well, okay, I'm going to be blunt and then I'll work backwards, okay? The most effective technique, being blunt, is you have to go through a reprogramming exercise experience, okay? And it's, it's challenging to do that on your own because, you know, there's a saying that says you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. I'll say that again. You can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So, as you know, it's we're all brilliant when it comes to somebody else. But when it comes to ourselves, we're not so brilliant anymore, right? So it's hard for us to be objective. But we have a program called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. It's all over the world. Check it out online if you want and go to that program. That program is a three-day event where you will be reprogrammed into supportive uh, beliefs and ways of thinking around money, success, and wealth versus most people have a lot of a lot of, of viruses in the way they think. Their computer is corrupt. And when it gets to a certain point, it blows up. And so that's the first way, and that's the, the, the number, way I, number one way I know. That's why I created that program. It's a doing program. You will be reprogrammed there. If you choose not to go to that, great, fine. You can read the book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. That will be very helpful. If you want to do something on your own, then there's three elements to start considering. The three elements of change. Number one is awareness. Number two is understanding. And number three is reconditioning. So let's start with awareness. The, you know, most of these things are kind of obvious, except for the person who's you know, thinking that way, right? Mm -hmm. But if I said to you, um, you know, that I, I, I believe that you know, I listen to the news and I listen to the government and I listen to you know, whether it's Obama or the prime minister or whatever, you know, they've got it in for rich people, right? They don't, they make it sound like they don't like rich people, except for when they're donating to them, obviously, right? And so, because most people aren't rich, so they have to make rich people demonize them and make them bad in order to get the votes from the majority that aren't rich, right? You know, let's, let's make them bad so they'll be on our side and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll um, uh, try and um, attract the, the, everybody else, the middle class and, and the broke people, great, which is the, the bulk of the people. So, they demonize rich people. They make them seem bad, et cetera. But if you believe, if you believe that rich people are bad in any way, shape, or form, then guess what? You can never be rich. If you want to be a good person, you can never be rich. Why would you, why would you be something you think is bad? That, that simple, simple, simple thing will change your entire life. So a lot, when I, when I, I was with some friends in Monaco uh, several years ago, and um, I was already doing good, but you know they weren't. But I, they were old time friends, and we were there. We met up and everything, and we go into the casino, and they're you know Monaco's got like more Ferraris than Australia, Canada, and U.S. combined in like one tiny little town. <laughs> I mean, every third car is a Ferrari. I mean, it really is. It's ridiculous. It's like so. There's a right right in front of the stairs, the big casino. There's a red Ferrari, a gorgeous one, brand new, you know, with the spoilers and everything, right in front, like not parked anywhere, just left in front. Obviously, the valet guy put it there, whatever, it's a nice show, whatever. And my two friends went, look at that jackass. What a guy. Show off, trying to show he's got a Ferrari, because we saw the guy leave, right? Show his show he's got a Ferrari. What a jerk, you know? And, and we went in there and everything, and then... Um, and they were talking to me after, and we had coffee after, and they said, yeah, we're having troubles, we're wanting it. I said, no wonder you're having troubles. The way you describe this person who came out of this Ferrari as a jerk, you don't even know this person. You don't know how many people he helps. You don't know how he made his money. He might have 
struggled for 35, 40 years working his buns off and finally got himself a little toy that he's proud of maybe. You don't know anything. And here you are demonizing him, putting him down because he's rich. You will never be rich. You need to bless this person, admire this person, and love this person for the fact that he was successful enough to get himself this car. It's as simple as that, okay? Because success is not easy, everybody. And anybody who has success come really easily to them, you're very fortunate and you should appreciate it. But you also better watch out because it may leave you as quickly as it came, okay? Success is not a walk in the park. 98% of everyone who doesn't inherit their money has to work their ass off for years and decades and, and have the, the things in place and scrambling just like you've been doing, okay, with the right vehicle, the right knowledge and the right self-work constantly on it for them to be successful. Success in any arena at the highest levels is massively challenging. You want to be an Olympic athlete? You think that's going to come easy? Try eight hours a day for the next 10 years. That's how easy that is, okay? You want to be at the highest levels of, of success and wealth and business? Try eight, to eight, or, eight or 10 hours a day for the next 10 years. That's how easy, that's, that's at perfection, okay? So don't be giving me any crap about rich people are bad. Every rich person I know is about the nicest boys, some of the nicest people I know, and they all work their asses off to get there, and I'm one of them. Wow. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. T.R.V. just laid the smack down. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. you got to work your ass off. Now, what has been the standout lesson that has been passed on to you that somebody else has taught you that maybe a, may have been your mentor or somebody that you've collaborated with in the past? What's a standout lesson? Don't BS yourself. You can BS other people. We do it all the time. But don't BS yourself. Here's a big one. It's called productivity. Now, am I a maven on productivity? No. But like I said, most things are pretty common sense. You know, you can, you can determine for yourself if you have thoughts and beliefs that are not healthy towards rich and, 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 and success. You can, you, can, you can know for yourself if you're mostly negative versus positive. Negative people have a harder time than positive people. I'm telling you that right now. I'm not talking about being Pollyanna and going, oh, everything's just wonderful. But you know what? If you think everything is bad, then guess what? You're going to create that. You're going to attract that crap to yourself. You're going to become what I call a crap magnet. <laughs> you know, because we do that to ourselves. So I think one of the biggest things is don't BS yourself. Look at yourself truly. And one of the things that I find right now when, I'm, when I've been going around, uh, like I said, I only teach once a year right now, but I, I have a coaching program and I have a life makeover program that's really, really, really hot and changes people's lives r really quickly because it changed my life. That's how I, that's how I create programs. And so I talk to a lot of people still, you know, on Skype and on the phone, and I hear their stories and I hear that stuff, but most of the stuff's all story. And, you know, I, t I, I ask them very pertinent questions. I go, so you worked today. How long did you work today? They go, I worked straight for nine hours. I go, really? Okay. Um, tell me what you did for the nine hours. Well, you know, um, and they go through, I go, well, that doesn't sound like nine hours. It sounds like about two hours. Did you, were you on email today? They go, yeah. I go, how many emails, what percentage of emails did you answer today that weren't urgent or necessary for the exact thing you were working on today? 
they all laugh. They go, well, you know, I have to answer my emails. I go, yeah, how many, oh, yeah, like 60 emails, you know, uh, how many were pertinent to exactly what you wrote down you would do today productive-wise? They go, well, you know, maybe two. I go, oh, okay, so you wasted 58, 58 me- uh, emails. That's what took you, two, three hours right there. Then you, you know, a lot of people work from home. They're in the kitchen half the time. They're on the phone. They're texting. They're on Facebook. They're on, on surfing the web. It's become harder and harder and harder with all these distractions to actually be productive and put, forget about eight hours of productive work in a day. How about three hours? Huh. Most people can't even put three hours. You know what I'm saying? And you wonder why you're not cutting it? Well, if I said to you, okay, my goal is to be really successful and really rich. And for that, what are you going to do for that, Harv? Well, I guarantee I'm going to put two hours of work in every day, five days a week. And you're going to laugh. You're going to go, are you nuts? There's no chance you're ever going to be rich and successful at two hours a day. Well, no, I mean, uh, well, why not? Because two hours a day just doesn't put enough of that energy of work out there, that energy of, I'm going to, uh, remind me for a second and I'll, uh, in a moment to teach, to teach everyone how to make a lot of money, okay? Just don't forget that, okay? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't put enough energy out there to, to do well. And you say, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, I don't work two hours a day. And I'm going to look everyone almost right in the eye right now and say, if you're like 90% of the people I know, you'd be hard-pressed to figure out more than two hours a day of actual productive work on what you're supposed to be doing today that would give you the biggest bang for the buck today? I doubt it. So that's one thing that I believe in. Most people BS themselves all day long about how much they're working, how productive they are, what the most, are they covering their priorities or is it busy work? I just did in one of my blogs something that seemed to be extremely popular. It seemed to hit a nerve. And it was called, I want to share with you, with your audience, it's called, what's your big kahuna? You know, I have another home in Hawaii, and I spend three months of the year there in Maui. And, you know, kahuna is, is uh, like the big fish, your big thing, okay? And here's the thing, everybody. You have a lot of busy work that you're doing, and you have a lot of business stuff that you need to take care of and maintain, et cetera, et cetera. And you're working on, on some projects maybe for your business, but there's always, always one big thing that you could be working on, and I call it the big kahuna if it could be massive. It could be the big thing. It's not, it's not the, and, and, and could really spurt your growth. And let me give you an example I'm talking about. So I have been training for 23 years. And, um, you know, for the first, uh, and I was into training, not writing books and all that, just writing courses and stuff like that. And everyone said, Harv, when are you coming out with a book? When are you coming out with a book? And I said, I don't have time to come out with a book because, you know, I'm training so much. I'm always on the road. And this is, you know, several years ago. And, And they said, okay, fine. And in my mind, listen to this, in my mind, the books didn't do anything because it wasn't accelerated learning. It wasn't super learning. So you couldn't get the experience of it. So it couldn't change your cellular structure. And that was in my belief system. And so finally, I said to myself, you know what? For me to go on another level, I really, really need to get two, three, four times the number of people in my programs. And I already had four or 500 people in my programs, you know, literally almost every weekend somewhere. And so I said, but I really, you know, this is working for people. And as my mission, I really need to, I really want to develop a lot more people in this and and get more people to learn this because this is the key to success. And so I said, what is my big kahuna? What would make the difference between doubling and tripling and quadrupling the number of people in my room? What would do it? 
And I said, it's either an infomercial or a best-selling book. And so you know what I did? I did both. And yeah, it took me, you say, well, it, it takes some focus away from my business, you know, my, my mainstay of my business. And you know what? I couldn't afford to do that. So you know what I did? I worked twice as much. You got, well, how much is that? Oh, being honest with you, probably an average of 14 to 16 hours a day, six to seven days a week for about a year and a half. That's a lot of time. I worked and I slept and that was it. Hey, Harv, I don't want to do that. Fine. You don't have to do it. And don't talk to me about being successful either. Yes. Okay. Don't talk to me about being wealthy either. Okay. Because you don't have to do that either. But here's the thing. And so I came out with that book and I, I had a, a, a strong promotional tool within that book. And literally within three months of that book hitting, my average crowd was between 1,700 and 2,500 per seminar every weekend. Wow. I went from 500 and 600 to 20 to 2,000 at a shot. My, did my income quadruple? No, it multiplied by about 50 times. Why? Because my expenses were already covered in the first, right? You already have base expenses. And so I was making a freaking fortune because I had the book. Did I make a fortune off the book? No. And 10 years later, I still make about 100000 a quarter off the book, but that's like nothing, okay, compared to what I normally make. And so that was my big kahuna, getting that book done, even though, even though, Joel, I didn't have time to do it because I was so busy with my business. Mm. Then what I did is, when after the book, I put together an infomercial and, you know, on television and everything like that. And did that work out? It worked out fairly well, not as well as the book, but it worked out fairly well. But I'll tell you what happened with it. What happened with it is that someone saw me on television and decided that I should have my own special on television, and they put me on that. And then someone saw me on that and decided that they should bring me international, and now I'm in 39 different countries. So I always say this, it's better to do than not do. You don't, you're not going to get strike a home run on everything, but everything can lead to something else. And what I'm asking everybody to do is, what's your big kahuna? What's the one thing you could do within your business that would double or quadruple your business? Is it a book? Is it putting all your focus and energy on marketing? Is it starting an online thing or an offline thing? What is it for you? How will you become popular? How will your business become popular? Is it joint venturing with another huge company? Is it getting an account with Walmart or or um, or, uh, or or uh, you know uh, Sunoco Oil or something? You know, is it the big? What's your big one? Well, I don't have time to do all that. You have to make that time, and that's one of the things that we teach in Life Makeover, and we create the time for you to do the big stuff that's going to make you rich. I hope that helps. No, that absolutely helps. Thank you so much for the sharing that insight with us, Hav. I know what you're talking about. You know, I have a idea in the back of my head. I'm ready to put pen to paper and work on a book. And the reason being is because, you know, your book is like a business card. A lot of people think that when they write their book, they're going to make a ton of money. Uh, you know, it doesn't always happen like that. If it does, more power to you. But uh, it's one of those things where... You just need to, you know that it's going to be challenging, but you know that you need to get into it. You've got to get into the trenches and you've got to commit. Yeah. And then you know what a lot of people, Joel, they, they say, well, if I write a book, I'll just get a ghostwriter to write it. Well, nah. Go ahead. You can do that. A lot of people do that. I don't do that. Why? Because it's my book. And my book has my philosophy and my tone and my voice and my opinions in it. 
and it doesn't have somebody who vanilla vanilla the entire thing and made it turn the thing generic because I'm not vanilla and my book would have sold like two copies if I didn't write it myself instead of 2.6 million copies. Yeah, and what happens if somebody else did write your book and it did go big time and then you get invited to go out and speak on stages and jump on television? I mean, what happens then? Yeah. You know, you're in the It won't the go big time. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good it point. Won't. It won't go big time. I mean, look at you think Donald Trump makes you we talked about Donald Trump earlier who we met, you know, when I was down in Australia and we became, you know, acquaintances and went golfing and everything. So, but do you think his books makes him any money? No. Has his book sold anything? No. Robert Kiyosaki, when he's with them, does pretty well, but, but because it's Kiyosaki, it's not Trump. Why? Because Trump, when he's with Kiyosaki, they don't write their books. Some ghostwriter sits down with them for four hours, does an interview with them, and writes a book. Those books do nothing. Okay, they're not you, okay? They're just a book. You need to put yourself in the book and yourself in everything that you're doing. I know, but it takes so much time. Then prioritize. Don't do everything. I hope you get a chance to do my life makeover program because we'll work with you on that. You'll do the most important things, I promise you. Um, you were going to remind me of something. Do you remember what it was? Because I want to make sure your, uh, yes. your followers and your audience get this piece because um, you know I, I like teaching this. I actually go to different parts of the world when I go, mostly to teach this part. Even when I do a Million Mind Intensive, by the way, I only do a few hours of it. I, I have nine other trainers that go around the world doing all the courses. Um, it's all systemized and I kind of you know, reap the rewards of, and that, by the way, that's, that's okay, I'll teach you that in a minute here of how to do that. Um, but this piece is so important that I, I never let anybody else teach this course, sorry, teach this section of the course, only me. <laughs> and if, if I'm not there, then the, then the section is not there. And it's not 99% of every course. It's only when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about making lots and lots of money, right? Yeah, about how to make a lot of money. Does anybody you think want to know of your of your group? I think everyone would like to know. More money, more power, more freedom, right? Why not? So how do we do it, Hav? Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, you said more money, more power, more freedom. I'll agree with the money and I'll agree with the freedom, but the power has to be uh, internal power, not external power. Yeah, that's I'm right. not a big believer in external power over other people. I'm a believer of internal power over yourself, and then it, everything else will become natural for you, okay? So... All right, let's talk about money. Let's talk about how to make a lot of money. Okay, so most of you are constantly asking me this question, Harv, how do I make money? How do I make money? And the first thing you have to realize is that you don't make money. The only people actually make money work at the mint. The rest of us have to what? You have to earn money. So the best question isn't how to make money, it's how do I, how do I earn more money? How do I earn money? And that's a very good, very good distinction there. So how do you earn money? All right. Let's, let's, let's take this and break it down very quickly. Um, I ask in my seminars, I go, let me ask you this question. Where does all your money come from? And most people can't answer that question. They, they, don't, they don't know where it comes from. Now, people go, God, the sky, energy, the universe. You know, if you're a good person, uh, if you run a good business, if you have a good product, none of that's true. Where does all your money have to come from? It has to come from other people. Humans are the only other element in this universe that uses the currency called money. And money is simply a representation of value that, that is a convenience so you don't have to drag your cows around to trade for somebody else's bread that they baked. Okay? 
but it's only a currency that humans have. Cows don't have it. Sky doesn't have it. Trees don't have it. Energy doesn't have it. Nothing has it, just other humans. Are we with me so far? Yes. So all the money you get has to come from someone else. Got it? Mm-hmm. Good. You're a human. You're a person. Why would you give somebody your hard-earned money? The answer is, go ahead. To offer them value? The answer is, right. Well, you're not saying, you don't walk into someone and go, hey, um, do you have value for me? Right? We don't speak in those terms. I told you, I like to keep things really simple. And my students like it when I keep things really, really simple, you know, and dumb it down for people like me. Okay. So I understand what to do. So it's nice and simple. The only reason you're going to give somebody your money is if they primarily solve a big or little problem for you. That's the number one reason people give someone else their money. Even entertainment, it solves the problem of boredom, doesn't it? Okay. So, so now you know primarily what people are paying for. They're paying for a problem being solved for them, right? So now the question becomes, how do you make money? So what, so what are you? Well, the definition of an entrepreneur, everybody write this down, whether you get home and write it or after, the definition of an entrepreneur or a person even in a job is a person who solves problems for people at a profit or for pay. A person who solves problems for people at a profit or for pay. So what are you? You are basically a problem solver. So how do you make money? You make money by what? Solving problems. So where do you have to put your attention? On money? No. This is the big mistake everyone makes. Oh, I want to earn a lot more money, so I can put my money, my attention on money. No, that's silly. That's silly. Put your attention on money and see what happens. Nothing can happen because you're not getting to the root cause of what creates money. Money is a result. Money is a result. Money is a result. A result of what? A result of someone giving you their money because you solved a problem for them. That's what it is. Where do you have to put your attention? On solving a problem for someone. That's where your attention goes. Now, what problem do you solve for, for people? How do you make money? You solve one problem for one person, and they will give you some money. So now you know how to make some money. You solve one problem for one person. Got it? Um, I'm a massage therapist. And how do I make money? Well, this person, I, I know this guy, Sam, and he says he's got a really bad back and it hurts him and I think I can help him. Sam, come on in. I'll trade you an hour and a half of my time for 100, 100 bucks and I will help solve your problem. I'll, I'll alleviate some pain. Would you like to do that? Sam goes, sure. That sounds really good. Here's my 100. Here's your hour and a half of my massage. Hey, that really helped. Thank you. You now have 100 bucks, okay? And you spend an hour and a half and now you know how to make money. So what do you do? You do it again. Now you can talk to Sue and talk to Phil and talk to Bob and talk to Greta. And you say, listen, I'm going to trade you the, my, my massage. I'm going to alleviate your pain for $100, okay? And they go, great, great idea. So now you know how to make some money. And now you know how to make, you know, uh, a, a, a bit more money. Because now you have eight people coming to you. Everyone understand, right? So now the question becomes, how do you go from making some money to a lot of money? Well, it depends on your definition of a lot of money, but for me, a lot of money is a lot of money. Okay, like, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions, whatever. Well, what do you have to do? I just gave you the answer, everybody. What do you have to do? If you want to make some money, solve one problem for one person. If, if you want to make a lot of money, what do you have to do? Solve a what? Lot of what? Problems for what? A lot of people. If you want to, if you want to make some money, Solve one problem for one 
person. If you want to make a lot of money, solve a solve one problem for a lot of people. Okay? And here's the thing. Don't solve a lot of problems for a lot of people. Don't do that. Okay? That's not a good idea. Why? Too complicated. You have, you have too many products, too many, too many uh, elements, too many things going on. You can do, listen, everyone who ever got rich got rich in one arena, and then they diversified after. Okay, let me say that again. Everybody who ever got rich got rich doing one thing. They solved a problem for one person, then they solved it for 10, then for 20, then for 100, then for 1,000, then for 10,000, then for 100,000, then for a million. That's how you get rich. Understand, everybody? Now, so you're going, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. So how, how do I know what problem to solve? Well, great question. Well, start with, start with, what problem do you want to solve for people? Well, hard, I'm not even in that business. Well, maybe that's why you're not doing so good, okay? What problem do you want to solve for people that people actually have that you can solve? So two questions. What would you like to help people with? And what do you have an ability to help people with? See, I could like to help people with, you know, with their gardening, but I, don't, uh, but I don't have an ability in that. And, and, and I could also have an ability in gardening, but I don't really like it that much. So why should I do it? You know, guys, you have one life. See, if you put together what you would love to help people with and what you're good at helping people with, with the people who actually need you to be helped, guess what? You're going to be rich. You're going to be rich. Okay? Because the biggest problem people have is they focus on the money instead of focusing on solving this problem with high, high quality in a way that really, 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 really works for people, really works for people, and then systemizing, and everybody write this down, once you can solve the problem for someone and then a few people, now what happens? You start running out of time, right? Or, or so even if it's a product, it starts, it, that's, that's why products are better because they don't have your own time involved, and that's why I'm not a big fan of personal service companies, but you can still make it, okay? So you solve a problem for people, one problem, and then the idea is you now systemize. Now, let me go back here. I want to say something first. The, the idea then is you now have to solve it for a lot of people. Remember I said that. So how do you go from solving? So how do you solve it for a lot of people? Well, so you have to duplicate in order to solve for a lot of people. So when I was in the fitness stores, for example, I had one store and, you know, I solved the the fitness problem, you know, at least helped a lot of people in that arena for, I don't know, maybe about, oh, well, an average of like 15 people, 20 people a day. So I make 15, you know, let's say my average ticket was I make $200. I make, let's say 20 times 200, right? So, you know, that's $2,000 minus cost. I may make, you know, three, $400. So now I have to figure out a way to, to help not 20 people a day. I have to help I have to help 100 people a day. How do I do that? Well, one of those ways was I opened five more stores. Well, I opened 10 more stores, actually. But I opened five more stores, right? I opened four in one day. Five more stores. Now I was helping 100 people, you see? But what, 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 so I duplicated, right? But I ran into a problem. What was the problem, everybody, that you could see when I was running the stores and I was helping everybody and I was selling on the floor and showing people exercises and everything like that. What was the problem I would run into as soon as I opened my second store? The problem was that I couldn't divide myself. And what happened over the fifth store, the 10th store? Oh, okay. So here's the thing. 
you must, after you recognize what problem that you have that you can solve really works for people and what they're willing to pay you for, and you know you now you can now you want to help a lot more people, you now must, here it is, write this down, systemize the business so that it runs without you. The transactions, at least, the transactions must run without you or you are stuck dead in the water. What if every transaction had to take me, Harv, in the fitness stores? There's no way I could have expanded. I would be finished. It's over. 20 people, that's all I can help. What about my massage therapist? How many hours can they work? 24? Okay, let's say they don't even sleep. So let's say you only get people an hour massage, 24 massages a day. That's it. Let's say, how can you help 100 people? You can't. Can't help 100 people in a day. You have to systemize this so it can work without you. Those of you who have a business where that, that business, I know, I know you might have the administrative elements, the marketing elements, et cetera, et cetera. Those will have to be systemized as well. However, but if you can't start by that transaction itself without you being there, you are screwed. You're screwed. You can never make a lot of money because you can't help a lot of people. You understand? So where does your focus have to be? has to be on how do I solve this problem for hundreds, for thousands, for hundreds of thousands of people. And when you can develop a methodology, a system for doing that, you, I promise you, will be rich. Wow, that is awesome advice, Harv. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So essentially, you're saying that we should be changing our perspective and also removing that limiting way of looking at things. Or- exactly. Sometimes, you know, in our meetings, uh, my son Jesse works with me and he'll say, well, what can we offer people after they finish this course? We have this and we have that and we have that that we could offer them. And I go, that's not the question we want to ask here. The question we want to ask is, what do they need next? That's the question we want to ask. It's not what do we have it's what do they need, okay? And we will de- develop what they need. Then we know it will work. Then we know it'll sell because they, they need it. Don't just go off the shelf and give them what you got. Yeah. Find out what will really work for these people. And I'm not kidding around. Whatever you've got, if you're in a business right now that's only so-so, the quality of what you do is only so-so, mediocre, I guarantee your business and your income is going to be mediocre. You've got to be a level 10 out of 10, okay? There's no way I'm putting out a training. I've been working on one training. It took me, the training I'm, I'm teaching right now in my life makeover took me two and a half years to develop because it was all experimentation on myself. I mean, it's myself. Okay? Two and a half years is a long time to develop a, a program, all right? And now I'm working on a program that has been literally six years in the making, and why? Because it will not have my name on it if it isn't a 12 out of 10. And if it doesn't really, really help people. I just came back from India. I went there to teach, but I also went there for seven weeks to, deal, to, to meet with swamis about this program that I'm doing and this topic that I'm doing to see if it met with their philosophy as, as well. I've met with the top psychologists in the world. I've met with the top gurus. I've met with the top PhDs and doctors. And I've met with Joe Blow. And I want to make sure that everything I am talking about, the principles relate and make sense and are in fact provable before I put my name and I start solving that problem for one person other than myself. 
and it's working for me fantastically. And so now I'm getting pretty close to where I'm going, hmm, I might just put 10 people in a room and gift them this and see what happens. Make sure before I start putting a million people in a room again. So make sure you've got major, major quality in what you do. And don't settle for anything less than a level 10 out of 10 in everything that you do. And that quality will come back. There's a saying I have, I have everyone listen to this and write this down. To get paid the best, you must be the best. I'll say it again. To get paid the best, you must be the best. The reason most people don't get, don't get paid the best is because they're not the best. But I'll tell you what, if you take a look at every single industry and you take a look at the very best people in that industry, that business, I guarantee they're wealthy. I guarantee it. There's not one industry don't give me one industry where the top five people in the entire industry, they're not wealthy. They are wealthy beyond compare. Why? Because they are amazing at all the elements of what they do, including the administrative part, especially including the production part, and including the, the marketing part. Write this down, everybody. Three elements to business. I gave you before three elements to success. These are three elements that have to be in place in every business. Write it down. Number one, these three things. Number one, product, production product okay number two administration the operations of the business and number three marketing by the way finance goes with operations those are the only three parts to every business if you have more than three parts you've complicated your business divide your business into those three parts production slash product operations including finance and marketing now everybody the fact that you have to have a level 10 product at a level 10 is a given. If you don't, you'll suffer, okay? Don't stop improving your product and making it work until you have a level 10. Don't, don't put out schlock, okay? You'll get known for schlock and you'll earn schlock. Where do most people put most of their time and energy? I'm going to give you the statistics. Most people put 71% of all their time and energy into operations, I mean, I got to run my business. I got to do this. I got to do this. I'm putting out fires and this and all this stuff. And then they put a little bit of time into, into production. And, you know, hopefully they have some time for some marketing and sales. Let me say this right now. Everyone who does that, you're broke and you will be broke for the rest of your life. Why? There's no money in operations and there's no money in administration. All the money is in marketing. Okay. There's only, there's only two pieces of the transaction that anybody cares about. Remember, you're solving a problem, right? So you've got a product or a service that solves a problem, and you need to make that transaction. You need to let people know that you have that product. If you don't let people know you got that great product, you're dead. If you let people know you have a great, you have a product and it's not great, you're also dead. Why would you want to tell everybody you got a crappy product, okay, or service? So those two things must be in place: great product or service, and great marketing. Nobody cares about your operations. Nobody cares about your administration. Nobody cares about your finance. Nobody cares about anything of to do with your business. They only care about the product you give them and did they find out about it and what package was it in, okay? That's the marketing. It, I'm going to give you something that, I, that I've worked on with my students for years and years and they say it makes the biggest difference and that is I want everybody right now to commit, here's the word, commit to changing your time priorities in your business and putting, I'm not kidding you here, putting 20% of your time and energy into 
the operations and administration to make sure it's systemized and it's going well. That includes personnel and finance, all that, all that stuff. 20% of your time into constantly improving your product or service, making it better and better and better and better and better. And then I want you to put 60% of all of your time and energy and money into marketing and sales. If you do that, you'll be rich. If you don't, you'll struggle. Wow. That is golden, Harv. That is golden. Hey, Joe, you're the one who asked me what I'm doing different now than what I did for 12 years when I was broke, right? Now I've told you. There you go. The secret's out. <laughs> Look, Harv, you've delivered so much value over this almost one hour of advice and look you know we have in the addicted to success community a lot of uh, people that are in the self-development industry they're trainers coaches authors and you just have over delivered in all areas so i've got to thank you so much thank you thank you more than welcome thanks half so how can we tap into what you're doing right now how can we get our hands on your products or go along to one of your courses well, there's a, a lot, you know, quite a few are available, but let me, let me say something here. One of the things that I've been working on on myself, and again, all I teach is what works on me and for me. I never read a bunch of books and then put them together and then teach a course on it. I just don't do that. Other people do. And that's great. Power to them. It's fine. It's all, it's all great. They can put in their own slant, but I don't do that. One of the issues I was having was with balance in my life. And I felt like I just wasn't living my life. I, every time there was something missing, if my business was going good, then my family situation, you know, the, the amount of time I had for my family wasn't there, um, or I wouldn't be in shape. And if I started getting into shape, you know, then, then uh, business suffers. And then, and then uh, you know, I, I want to go to my spiritual source uh, on Sundays and I get so busy. So I, it was like, how on earth do I have a full life? How do I have all the pieces in place? My health, my business, my money, my relationships, my friendships, my spiritual. How do I do that? I feel like I'm living a, a tenth of my life. And I recognized that this was a big problem. And it came from a few beliefs that I had that weren't working. And so finally, after literally, as I said earlier, two and a half years of trial and error and trial and error and then trial and trial and, hey, this is working and trial and this is working better, I finally, finally put it together. And I realized that there's some critical elements to putting together the life that you really want. And most people don't have that life. 90% of people, Joel, don't really live the life that they totally want. And that's because they don't have the knowledge and the skills and a system with which to create that life. It's, we never got taught how to do this. It's always, oh, I'm going to, I hope I hope I'll get rich and uh, I'm working hard in my business and Harvard just told me to work harder. And well, what about my kids? And uh, oh my God, like how am I supposed to do this? And so I developed this, this program uh, and it's my newest program <clears throat> called the Life Makeover System. And I can I call it that because it, it made over my life and it worked for me. And now it's worked for thousands of my students. And I really just started it literally about a year ago. And like the people come, they come in droves. It's all referral based pretty well. And in this program, it's an online experiential webinar where you'll not only learn uh, the skill of life design, but I personally walk you through every part of this workable life design 
formula right there on the spot in the webinar. So I walk, we walk you right through the system. And I want to teach as I'm going along right now, too, for just a moment, because I want to, even if people decide they don't want to go on it for some reason or whatever, but you, there's three things you have to, at least, there's, there's eight questions that have to be answered, but three of them you must answer from the beginning. Number one, what do you really want? Not what you say you want, not what's on your, on your laundry list or on your, your resolutions list every year, not that. Side. What do you really want? And we get down to it. What's in the depths of your heart and your soul? And the second question, because it's all about clarity, and clarity leads to power, okay? And the second question is a question, write this down, everybody. It's a question that nobody else asks. Nobody ever asks us. And until I asked myself this question, I spent about almost two years floundering around, and then I came up with this question, and that changed everything. And here was the question. Well, Harv or Joe or Bob or whatever, if you say you want that, and it's probably not the first time you've ever said it. So why don't you already have it? <sighs> wow. And that gets you to your big blocker. You see, it, why don't you already have it? Well, because blah, blah, blah. But when you get down to it, we all have a big blocker. Like a big kahuna on the good side, we have a big blocker on the not so good side. And you've got to be able to recognize it and then we show you how to alleviate it. And then the next pieces of it start getting into what do you need to do to get what you want? And then we start getting into strategies, actions, et cetera, et cetera. But first, you've got to get clear. Secondly, you've got to remove your big blocker. And guess what? Guess who's the only one that can't see your big blocker? You. Right, you. <laughs> of course, right? And so this life makeover system has just been off the, off the charts as far as popularity as far as feedback as far as people changing their lives as far as people finally getting the balance that they want in their life being able to mesh business i mean extreme business success in business with success in money and their family and their relationships and their friendships and their health and their fitness all of it finally all of it finally coming together for the first time for love hill and love hill you know it comes together for a day and then it's gone again right oh now this screwed up right so this is an actual system that you plug into that it's a formula that works. And you know what, Joel, because um, I know the audience that you've got is my audience. There are people that, that I, I believe are, are you know, that I might be able to really help. I mean, I can't help everybody. I, I, there are a lot of people out there that aren't my audience. They're not, they're not people that listen to me and could care less what I say. But you deal with entrepreneurs. You deal with people who want to create wealth, who want to do well in business, who want to have a good life. That's, that's my audience. And so, you know, when you're, when you do good for people, you need to, you need to, I have a mission to do that. So what I want to do is I would like to gift, I repeat, gift this program to everybody listening in this interview today. Uh, so as a special bonus for those of you listening now, I'm going to gift you all the entire life makeover system free of charge. The only thing you need to do is make sure you get in. Um, to get in complimentary is register as close to now as possible as soon as you hear it so we know we have a spot for you and that we don't uh, close off the registration that's complimentary. So there's a registration set up and go to uh, registerlms.com. That's register, L as in, as in life, M as in makeover, S as in system, 
registerlms.com, registerlms.com. And again, just because we've had issues with it before, do your absolute best to, to register right now as soon as you hear it, if at all possible. Um, just again, so that the site doesn't close down, that's complimentary, then you end up having to pay for it. Um, I would recommend if, if you like anything that I said today and you anything resonates with you, then you're going to want to do this. If you don't like what I said today and nothing resonates with you, then please don't register because you don't like me and you don't like my style and you don't like anything I do. That's great. And I wish you the best of luck and I bless you no matter what. And so um, if you really want to put it all together finally in your life and have a system for doing so, and here's the thing, sometimes you're going to fall off the bandwagon. It happens. It happens to everybody. Anybody tells you that is BSing you, okay? But now you have a system to get right back on. That's what I love about it. That's what changed my life. Because I, I had it all together, then I went. Then I had it, then I went. Then I had gone away for three months, six months. But now it's constantly together. When I fall off, it, I'm off for a day. And that's what changed everything. So, Joel, I want to thank you so much. And I especially want to thank all the listeners and your entire audience and everyone who follows you. And guys, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing because you need, remember, remember the three things. You need to have the right knowledge and the right, uh, right you. And uh, listening to programs like Joel's and hopefully like myself, if you, if you uh, resonated with that, that's what you have to do. And go with people that you resonate with and stick with it and keep on learn and do, learn and do, learn and do, learn and do. Don't stop learning and don't stop doing what you learned. And if you do that and you never give up, I promise you, you will succeed. I hope to see a lot of you on the program or everyone. I, I, would, I would recommend, I mean, if you're truly interested in having a good life, uh, just don't even think about this. Then go to registerlms.com and, and get on this because it's seriously hot. Harv, thank you so much for gifting this to us, mate. You are a true champion. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. More than welcome. And, and thank you for having me. And bless everybody. Bless everybody. I wish you the best of success and the best of luck. And because you know what? You do need luck too. I got it. And you have to have good fortune as well. And that comes when with a lot of things in your own character and mindset. You start getting that kind of stuff. Uh, I love the words of wisdom there, Harv. So I want to wrap this interview up with one last question. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Well, I'm sure that most people would say it's all about love, but you know that that's you know something I'm working towards. It's not my greatest strength, I would say, necessarily. Um, some people are better at that than me. But I would say that you need to recognize that your entire life is in your head. Your entire life is in your head. It's the way you think. That is the software system for your life computer. And if you want to change your life, it will have to start with the way you think. And everything else will be taken care of after that. I've been in this business for a long time. I'm almost six, I'm 60 years old. And every single day, I'm reminded of that myself. Your thoughts, you need to choose. Here's what I would say to you. Choose your thoughts carefully. Choose your thoughts carefully. You're a legend, Harv. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Appreciate Thanks. it. I appreciate that. Excellent. All the best and much more success to you. Thank you. You too, man. Bye-bye. All right, bye.